Hello and welcome to episode four of Quorum. How are you guys doing tonight? We're here from Quarantine, if you will. <laughs> so how are you guys doing this week? Are you asking the fans? No, like you. How y'all doing tonight? No, TJ, how are you doing How am today? I doing? Yes. <clears throat> doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. A little sleep deprived, but uh, I had a bang. The energy drink. What flavor? Um, Blue Raz. Mm. Probably um, the best one, to be honest. After having a Whopper, so... A whoppy, if you will. <laughs> I had a whoppy with fries, <laughs> and then I had an energy drink, so my diet is pretty clean if you think about it. I know you're already already judging me, but <laughs> it was good, what and about, it was worth it. What about you, Mary? How are you doing? Uh, school's been pretty rough this week, but we're getting through it. I think I'm getting more used to online school. Mm. Um completely random thing my skin is getting really clear in quarantine just because i'm drinking more water really yeah just not being like as stressed about school see i've been drinking a lot of water but like my face is getting less clear every day i think it's because since i'm not doing anything i just find myself touching my face more often which i know is exactly what you're not supposed to do with the virus going around but i can't really help it i like touching my face a lot (laughs) I touch my face. It's not like I'm not saying like, oh, I love staring at myself. Like I just touch my face a lot. It's just a habit that I don't normally think about. I guess. Yeah. Now that you have to think about it, you actually kind of keep a count of how many times. I I feel like maybe you aren't uh, weren't counting before, and now you're yeah. just realizing that you know no. Yeah. Often. Exactly. I also think a lot of times when I'm out places or I'm eating or something, like I'm not gonna touch my face while I'm eating. You know how many I mean? new germaphobes do you think will be born? After Ooh. this, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people are probably gonna have PTSD of some sort. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. I the first day that the virus hit and it got serious, uh, I hadn't yet come home, but I just noticed how many times I had touched another person, like made some kind of contact, and it was like ridiculous. Somebody spit on me. <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> Somebody um, drank, I, sh- I shared water with somebody, and I didn't even think about it, um, shook a couple hands, and then at the end of the night, I was just doing elbow bumps, because I was just like, the tally was freaking me out. Yeah. It's that, weird. It's crazy. You know. I feel like one thing I've started to, like, keep track of is how often I wash my hands, and I'm like, really, like, before this, I probably washed my hands maybe four times a day, mm-hmm. which... You're literally. Oh, sorry. You're yeah, I was literally right touching now. my face as we we're talking. Jeez, but yeah, I feel like one thing that I've become more aware of is how often I wash my hands and also how often I touch people in general. Is there anything, anything else, you guys, that like you've never really noticed until now that you do a lot or just something that happens? Like, well, this isn't this doesn't apply to me, but my choir teacher was talking about how much of a hugger she is, and it's really getting to her that like she only gets three hugs a day now, and she would get like at least forty at school. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> so I find that really funny. But... I think I hugged a teacher like I've never twice. hugged her, but she hugs other teachers. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like girl teachers, not guy teachers. But yeah, <laughs> okay. I love her. So I have a question for you guys. How do people's attitudes in like the media or just in general about the virus make you feel? Dang. Um, I find it frustrating when people like don't care. Yeah. 
but also I find it frustrating when people like yell at other people for like at just going to the store. Yeah. I hear you. There's some things that you have to do. You can't really avoid. I feel like there's a happy medium that everyone should be able to find, but it's it's hard to find. I think it's one of those situations where we're kind of trying to create some kind of language to talk about it, but nobody really knows how to label it. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I am sending you my prayers during these uncertain times. Or, like, trying times. These trying times. Or these unbelievable... Grandma Engelkamp, she said, praying for you during these unbelievable times. That was the first time I'd heard unbelievable. (laughs) So, I'm glad that she introduced some, like, variation into it. But, yeah, trying times and uncertain times is, like, the only way people know how to talk about it without being, like, the world... Is on fire. <laughs> you know, can, I, can I say something I, real quick? I think the repetitiveness of that has been weird, but yeah. Go ahead, Mary. Um, when people, um, I've heard this so many times. People are like, "I've never experienced something like this." I'm like, "No one alive has. You're not special. No one, we've never <laughs> like had this hasn't this happened thing. since like when was the last pandemic? I don't know, but pandemics don't happen very often. Exactly. So people need to like." Yeah, you can react, but, like, you're saying the wrong things. You just sound stupid by saying that. Be like, I've never experienced something like this. That's, maybe that's just the wrong reaction. It's like, I don't know how to react. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, like, saying that is obvious. Right. (laughs) See, like, for me, here's the thing. I feel like there's two groups of people. There are the people that are just complaining and complaining and complaining. Like, those are mostly, like, the people that I know personally that are just like, oh, this got canceled. And they're like, oh, I'm so tired of being stuck in my house. Which, like, yeah, I get it sucks, but everyone's in the same boat. But then there's also people that are, like, on, like, the news, and they're trying to tell people how to live their lives in quarantine. Like, I understand that, like, giving people tips like, hey, wash your hands, don't touch your face, stay inside. Like, those are important. But people are like, you need to create a daily routine. You should still get dressed for work even if you're just going to your desk. And you need to actually cut yourself a lunch break and all this stuff. Like, that makes me mad. I'm like, listen, we're all trying to figure it out together. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, I don't know. It's just... The the voice you chose to do, give that was, like, a voice that you would not hear advice from at all. I don't yeah. listen to, or you know, in Parks and Recreation... It's like the douche. (laughs) Welcome to COVID-19 tips from the douche. (laughs) So I'm going out with this girl, right? She's totally into me. (laughs) Yeah. Step one, get dressed, but wear everything normal except for clown shoes. Dude, I just watched the episode yesterday (laughs) where Anne and the douche are dating. It was super funny that you bring that up. How does that even happen? Um, it's after Chris breaks up with her, so she just kind of starts dating. Oh, yeah, guys. she dated, like, 40 guys in a month. She dated Purd. Uh, Purd, Purd, Purd Happily. Purd Happily. This is Purd Happily, and the show you are listening to is the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, go ahead, go Doesn't ahead. he have some bit where he goes to commercial, and it's, like, just, like, more news or something? Well, no, right. he says, he just announces everything like he's on a news talk all the time. Like, he'll be like, and the next segment on my show... Is a commercial break or something <laughs> yeah, stupid that, like that? That's, like that's what it was. The way he talks is so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh! If you guys haven't seen Parks and Rec, you should watch it, especially because you guys have nothing but time. But yeah, and like yeah, I think I think what you're Idiots. you're describing Wait, is like don't talk to the fans. Like there are a lot oh, of people. Sorry, don't call them stupid. <laughs> you never shout at the customer, Dwight. <laughs> the listener's always right. Right. 
I think to riff off of, <laughs> I think to riff off of what you're saying. To riff? Yeah. Sorry, I just, just say what you want to say. Like, there's a solo break, and I'm just adding another line. <laughs> I ah! think that there are, now that we have, we're making a podcast, so we're no exception to it. But I think that since there are so many people who have the ability to upload their thoughts, words, expression, whatever, up to Spotify and online, there's just a ton of people getting on and saying how to deal with X during COVID-19 or how to do X during COVID-19 or how to work from home effectively and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. When I think like they're actually just trying to deal with it themselves yeah, for sure. And um, <clears throat> like a lot of, I think I see a lot of people who don't really have the credibility to even speak on these things. Yeah. Like if I if I heard like Jeff be Jeff Be yeah Jeff Bezos on how to effectively work from home, like productivity tips from this guy, I'd be like, okay, like you have my attention. Yeah. But when it's like somebody who like a youtuber youtuber is getting on yeah. and he's like, like TikTokers. hey guys i know this has been a trying time it's unbelievable <laughs> and you first of all just wake up and get dressed after you do that go on a 20 minute run and then when you're done with that it, i mean it's just like it's most cheesy. people who are youtubers work from home anyways yeah <laughs> so like i don't know maybe, maybe that, they do have experience. maybe maybe they have the credit and i feel like a lot of people are like putting out content about it because that's like super relevant yeah and also it's definitely an opportunity you brought something up that reminded me um so at vidcon this year there's like a bunch of tiktokers and mm. like youtubers are freaking out about it and they're like tiktok isn't even re a real platform and like you can't you can't come and invade our um con but like mm. some people on tiktok have more like followers than like subscribers on YouTube, and a lot of TikTokers are moving to YouTube and taking a lot of followers. I don't know. I kind of understand where they're coming from. As someone who's made probably fifteen TikToks, <laughs> each of them took me. Did you go? Three minutes. You're did, VidCon? did you go to VidCon? Yeah, I it was. was I was there. It was postponed. I went there and no one was there. I was really confused. <laughs> um, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is like, I, I I've made so many TikToks, and the longest I spent on one was maybe seven minutes mm -hmm. when people make youtube videos some of them literally take out weeks of their life like an entire week of their life to make one video it's also to film and edit and create and everything it's crazy it's also a lot harder to get famous on youtube now than tiktok exactly like, charlie d'amelio has uh 46 or no 42.6 million followers and she just does renegade and then there's people on YouTube that, like, actually give good advice and, like, ha use their careers to, like, try and put out content. And then Charlie's... I, w I looked at her page yesterday, and there was a video of her just eating cake in slow motion with, um... What's it called? Never Enough playing in the background. And it had, like, 5 million likes. And I don't understand it. Like, what I is do. she doing, huh? I do. What? People who are on YouTube or TikTok are not looking for anything productive, for the most part. That's fair. Most people are on there just to have a good time. No one, like, gets into TikTok and they're like, I thought this would make my life better. Yeah. Or it made me a more productive person. That's just not a thing people... They're, like, Where they're the not looking for it there. They know what they're getting into. Where are the quick productivity TikToks? 
That would be like walking into a McDonald's and being like, everything's unhealthy here. Like, you're like you're that's not shocked. Like, that's you know? what grandma does. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. You're going right? to, like, just, like, a corner gas station in a bad part of town and being like, there's nothing organic. <laughs> Mary, I do have to admit, and I had no idea who you were talking about, and I still don't. I just let you talk anyway. Are you serious? Yeah, I have no idea. She's like, okay, I think... And I'm on TikTok almost daily. Okay, well, your TikTok for you page is a lot different than mine. Um, Mine's better. It's just funny. And a lot of people getting hurt. (laughs) So there's this thing called the Hype House, and it's, like, all of the biggest TikTokers, they, like, bought a house, and they just go there all the the time in the weekend. Yeah. And Charlie D'Amelio... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Charlie D'Amelio... Choking. ...is on it. And so she had, like... She gains like a million followers. Oh, that's followers who Charlie every day. is. Huh? I've seen her everywhere. Yeah. Okay. She was on a Super Bowl ad. Yeah. Um, I thought you I'd recognize her if I looked her. Probably. Up. Give me a second. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? She just does dance videos, and she's. Like, oh, this girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Oh, like okay, okay. Yeah, that's her. Interesting. I kind of like how normal she's dating she is. little Huddy. Little Huddy's also a Yeah, she doesn't have, like, blue hair or something. Yeah, she's, she's just, like, 15. a normal-looking person. She's 15, That's and she whack. has, like, almost 50 million followers. Jeez. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, from a content perspective, if I can humbly share my opinion, I think... We are experts at make, putting out content. Obviously. <laughs> Follow me at t- on TikTok at j.pizzle <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Former content marketer TJ Engelkamp would like to share. Sorry. TikTok. I was just making a joke. YouTube is long-form content and TikTok is short-form content. And the fact that at VidCon they are at the same conference does not surprise me. Yet, I think YouTube is experiencing some kind of anxiety about their space being invaded by people who put way less work into what they're doing. But also, like, there's a bunch of famous people on TikTok now. Like, mm. there was, like, a huge spike in, like, November. Yeah. And, like, all famous people have TikToks now. Yeah, Will now. Smith's And TikTok they're all verified. A, yeah, Will Smith's TikTok has a ton of followers. Okay, Will Smith has had TikTok forever, and so has Howie Mandel. They yeah. had, they okay, had okay. music. Okay, Howie Mandel... TikTok is bad though. I've seen his it's TikTok. Funny. Not, I follow him. I don't think they're funny. I think Will Smith is, but I don't yeah, think Will Smith are funny. I think they're cringy. But yeah, like Gordon everyone... Ramsay was on a TikTok I saw recently. Um, like every famous person has TikTok now, Gordon and they're Ramsey. all and like getting verified is like huge if you're just a random person because you have to like you don't have to have a million followers, but like once you get a million, you're like, when's my verification coming? And it's just like you're a popular creator. That's my and then goal TikTok for 2020. You. <laughs> what, get verified? <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till TikTok dies. Okay, we should stop talking about TikTok now. <laughs> okay, it is um, interesting. Next question I have for you guys is our brother Alex mentioned this this morning, but like everything's getting canceled, right? So, like, obviously everybody has something important get canceled, whether it's like school, your work, or something you're looking forward to. But what are um, some small things that you miss doing, like once a week or every day that you used to do that you can't do now? For me, I really miss just, I, I'm kind of fatty, but like I really miss sit down restaurants. And there's one in Bellevue called Sickies that I haven't been to yet. And I'm really upset that I haven't got to go yet. Mm. Just because I've heard it's so good. And I really wanted to go. I was really excited to go. But yeah, I guess. I don't it's know. It's not the same though. Because the inside is really cool. It's like a diner. Yeah, I want to go. You want to get the full experience. It tastes like Red Robin, but like. A little bit different. It kind of tastes like Applebee's and Red Robin mixed together. Would no, not Applebee's. Chili's. 
Um, I don't know. They don't have good chicken tenders. That's all I know. Okay, you, so you didn't get a burger. Though. No, I got a burger. Oh. I had one at Dad's. Dad got chicken tenders at a burger place? Chicken tenders? He got... I don't remember what he got, but it wasn't, like, his main thing. Maybe he got, like, one of those he got, like, where you get to try different things, like a sampler. Maybe. I don't know. It might have been on, like, his salad. <laughs> oh, that that's totally possible. He would do that at Old Chicago all the time. He'd order, like, a salad with chicken on it. Mm. Okay, so are either of you going to answer the question <laughs> I asked, or are we just going to um, start talking about I... chicken tendies? I <laughs> I really miss going to school. Yeah. I guess that's a big thing. Um playing tennis was kind of it was like just starting. I played for maybe 2 weeks and I was going to play on JV, but now that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, you like sucks. didn't even get to play a match or anything either. Yeah, I played one match against like a sophomore and it but was I didn't, you didn't get to play any other schools as well, Matt. You didn't get any games. Yeah. So. Um mm-hmm. And also, like, not just, like, the fact that school's canceled, but, like, there's those people at school that you talk to, like, every day, but you don't know them well enough to, like, text them and be like, hey, what's up? Or hang out with them outside of school. Yeah, but it's really fun to talk to them in school, and I kind of miss those people. Yeah, I feel that, too. And you don't really notice it until it's, like, summer or until something like this happens that... Oh, yeah. I hate it when something like this happens all the time. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, like, that you think you're friends, and then you realize that, like, maybe you're not as close as friends as you thought you were, because maybe the only reason you guys were friends was because you guys saw each other every single day, you know? Yeah. Mm. It was like, it's like a convenient friendship. Exactly. That's kind of sad. Happened to me. I feel it. I just had a stroke, I I think. I feel that. (laughs) I I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I really like shopping. And that's just the thing. Not even, like, going out and just spending money, which I do like, but, um, <laughs> like, like... Going into stores. Going on in, into stores and, like, trying on clothes. Like, that. that's my thing. I like to do that. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head is, like, the aspect of community that is you just like being around people and the almost... Yeah, just, like, the medium-level friends that you have are just completely... Yeah, you Gone. yeah you can't you can't see them unless they're posting stuff. I went into a random group chat that was from like a month ago, and I was like, "Hey guys," and it was like random people, like yeah. some people I don't even talk to them. And then we started a Zoom call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I love that. There's uh, something about like just bumping into somebody and having a good conversation randomly that like that's where friendships are able to begin. And like, I don't know, you're not gonna like slide into somebody's DMs as like trying to make friends like how do you make friends right now my uh middle school group chat just like came back to life for some reason (laughs) like all of a sudden this kid was like hey guys how's quarantine and then everyone just started talking and like there was so many messages it was like it was like all the guys talking which was surprising because like a lot of them left the group chat but then they all got added back (laughs) like two days ago yeah. So, I left twice because it was like one in the morning and they were spamming the group chat and then Julia added me back. So speaking of group chats, I have this group chat for my communications class in college and it was like really dead, but I made it because our teacher doesn't answer emails because she's like, I don't believe, or I believe in first, oh, what is it? I believe in face-to-face communication. That's what I'm trying to think of. And so like, 
if you wanted to talk to her, you had to go actually to her room and talk to her. So, like, if you sent her an email, she wouldn't answer it. What if you're just, like, asking what time the assignment's I know, due? I know. She didn't answer these emails. It was really dumb. So, we I made a group chat just to ask, like, dumb questions to each other. So, that way we didn't have to... Oh, smart. Go... Yeah. And so... It, it was so dead, though. It would be like, well, someone would be like, hey, do we have a quiz tomorrow? And someone would be like, yeah. And you'd be like, okay, thanks. And that was it. And then, like, but, like, now, it's, like, all the time. Like, every time <laughs> there's an assignment, everybody's giving each other answers. Everybody's helping out. Everybody's like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Or they're like, hey, how hard was the quiz? Like, it's crazy. Because none of us really know what we're doing. So we're all trying to help each other out the best we can. That's cool. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if that's, like, happening on a national global basis everybody's group chats are blowing up well, <laughs> no people are coming that together. online school is just people sharing answers in a group chat yeah <laughs> there's probably like half the freshman class doesn't do any work because they just get it from everyone else someone said Interesting. i do my work someone sent me the <laughs> you're the link. one holding everybody else up no i don't give my answers oh good I do, I'm smart, work. and I don't put my answers in a group chat. If people ask me, like, one-on-one, then I'll probably give it to them. But if, like, if because there's 30 girls in our class, which is mm. really low, so we can fit everyone on a Snapchat group chat. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, can't you have 50 people? Oh, wait, no, it's 32, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. I thought it was, like, 39. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't, it doesn't matter. But I hit the limit before, that's all I know. Yeah, that's what all the group the group chat the group chat was before, <laughs> but now it's like it's just blowing up all the time because nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> um, my show choir we had a group chat and we hit the limit because our show choir was too big for a snap group chat, and we also had a Clash of Clans clan and we had a jo- ongoing joke that if everybody joined the Clash of Clans clan. That we could use that chat instead because we could have 50 people in the clan. <laughs> so we got like 30 people to join the clan. <laughs> and they played for like maybe a week and then stopped playing. It was funny. At one time our clan had like 30 people in it. It was crazy. I downloaded Discord. and Oh, I use Discord all the time. I never go on it. I went on it for like a week and that was while school was still. You gotta on. find some good meme servers. <laughs> Those are really fun to be on. Really? There's a, That's yeah. genius. Yeah, there's a Wayne State meme uh, Discord server that someone added me to. I can't remember it. I was on it for a long time. Yeah. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like if Slack had like a a meme little brother for like nonsense. I don't know what Slack is. Well, Slack is it's similar <laughs> to Discord, but it's for businesses. Oh. Okay. And they and organizations, so they have channels where you can post like this is the place where the marketing team meets, or this is the place where everybody is, or like. And so you have all these different channels, and then you can direct message people, too. Uh So it replaces, like, direct messaging apps for, like, stuff. But Discord is, like, everybody who likes memes gets on, like, a Slack channel together. (laughs) And they just, like, share content with each other. It's pretty cool. And you can have voice calls, too, so it's convenient for, like, gaming. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people, I would say the main two uses for Discords are, like, people that have, like, a YouTube channel or something like that. And they want to create a community. Yeah, they create a community on their Discord server. Or people use it if they're playing, like, a game on computer together. Because on Xbox, you can just have a party on Xbox. Mm -hmm. But for uh, computers, you have to have some outside thing. Like, Like, a lot of people used to use Skype. But Discord's way easier, and there's way less time lag, and you don't have to have, like, a... It's one app, yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's way easier. It's way better. Oh, uh, what was... Uh, we got kind of off topic there. Yeah, I was going to go back to what I've been doing during quarantine. <laughs> yeah. um, I've been making a playlist for quarantine songs. Okay. Here's some of the... Here's some of the songs. 
take so me. So wait, wait, wait. Do they all have to? Do they have a theme? Like they're all about quarantine, or are they all about? Uh, it's either they have something to do with being in your house, or <laughs> or not being in the city, um, or they just they're slapped. Like, I thought it slapped. was uh, how you feel. So like confined. Kind of yeah. If you have some kind of if you're feeling emotion, this emotion and the song it, like encapsulates captures that emotion then mm-hmm. put it on the on the mm-hmm. quarantine okay okay so number one is uh don't you worry child don't you worry don't you worry child there's a lot of anxiety going on mm-hmm. i'm feeling that house party that's a good song <laughs> uh, that's really funny actually <laughs> <laughs> everybody's lonely by jukebox the ghost it's a little bit lesser known um straight jacket by <laughs> quinn 92 got you got you uh, Coming Over. I don't think I know that song. Uh, it was by Dylan Francis. I think I found it. It's like... I'll have to listen to it. Stuck With Me. It's a good one. Uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be romantic, and it's like kind of a creepy song. <laughs> but the chorus oh, yeah, is like, You it. are stuck you with me. You are stuck. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but on a real level, <laughs> I think that... Yeah, I, I just miss, like, being able to count on things. Yeah. I just think that right now, everything is to be determined. So it's hard to even talk to people about anything besides coronavirus. That's true. Because you're like, how are you doing? It's like, oh, well, work's canceled. Entertainment's canceled. Life like, is canceled. Life is canceled. I guess you can Earth talk about... closed today. <laughs> like, you can talk about, like, Netflix, I guess. Everybody's watching Netflix. Everybody's, like, doing their thing on whatever I don't apps. have anything to watch on YouTube anymore. I've watched so much YouTube All your channels in my are life. used I, st- I, was, I, I was addicted to YouTube in, like, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I started watching this um, hairstylist, and now I'm, like, getting a really good hair routine. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I, like, was thinking about going to beauty school a while ago, but I uh, I don't know. But it's nice to, like, know things. Mm. Now that you're just, you've perfected the routine, there's no need for the certification. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll start an at-home barbershop. <laughs> I saw this meme. Um, not on my Discord server. I have to join that. I <laughs> I, uh, I saw this meme. It said, I, <laughs> it was on somebody's story, and they had, like, taken a picture of it. And it said, so I finished Netflix today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it. accurate, though. Uh, yeah. Do you want to hit us with our next? Yeah, all right. We're going to move in. Let's just move into the next segment right now because we're going a lot. We're talking a lot more than I thought we were going to. But we're going to play a game called Super Fight. And we're not going to play it as most people play it because most people play it with, like, actual cards in their hand, but I don't want to buy the game. So I'm just doing it online. Where are you going to buy it from? Way. Well, oh, that's true. That was a joke. But, so the way we're going to play is we're going to take turns. One person's going to be the judge, the other two people are going to argue. And they're going to get a random character card and a random attribute. So who wants to go first? Wait, like, against each like other? Like, which group of two people? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll I don't want to be the judge first. I'll do it. No, yeah, why don't... Me and Jumbo. What? Like, you read the card and moderate the discussion. And I feel like Jumpal should do that, because I have no idea what we're doing. Oh, sure. Jumpal should do that. Do you want me to be the judge, then? Yeah, so me All and right. Okay, okay. Give me a second. Let me get two numbers. Okay, who wants to be one? Person one and two. Two. Actually, no, I want one. <laughs> okay. Two, I so, guess. <laughs> give me a second. Okay, Mary's... N- Wait, so you're you're one? 
Yes. Okay, your number, number is 22 and 73. TJ, your numbers are 173 and 10. Okay. Mary, what was your number? 22. Mary, you your character is everyone at the table, which means all three of us. Nice. What was your second number? Uh, 73. Okay, give me a second. 73. And your attribute... Is that we can fly. All three of us can oh, fly. Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> TJ, what was your first number? 173. 173. Was... 76. <laughs> I'm going to double check. It was 73. We read the first time. Oh. Wait, maybe TJ, mine your was character. <laughs> <laughs> what was mine? No, no was... that's TJ's. No. What, what's mine? You were right. Yours is 73. It's your one. TJ, you are Homer Simpson. What? Your attribute, let's see, but your attribute can be superpowered, is that there's three of them. So, so three, it's, a, it's a three on three. <laughs> so three Homer Simpsons versus the three of us that can fly. Okay. Okay, so, so each of you gets to argue, and then each of you, you gets a rebuttal, and then I'll decide who would win in the fight to the death between these two groups. I think you need to go first. No. I don't <laughs> no, because mine is significantly harder. I think harder. you have a significant advantage. So I'm also number one, first. so maybe I should go first. Okay. <laughs> um... So, first of all, everyone at this table, we are a great team, and uh, <laughs> CJ is strong, and John Paul, he, uh, he's, he plays a lot of video games, so he has those, like, strategies, and I am the leader, I make all the shots, and we can fly, so we can just, like, if if uh if Homer one of them is about to hit us, we can just go whoosh and fly away, and then and then we go up really high in the sky, and then we come straight down, and then we kick him in the face. And who, Homer's stupid. Like <laughs> I've never seen The Simpsons, but like he's stupid. <laughs> I don't really know how else to. All right, so uh, TJ, now you get to make an argument, and you also get to respond to Mary's argument. This is a fight to the death. Yes, and then Mary will respond to your rebuttal. And then I'll decide. <laughs> oh my gosh. You can do this. <laughs> well, let's just talk about the good qualities of Homer Simpson <laughs> before we get into the specifics of the fight. First of all, he's yellow. <laughs> I don't know what he is. I think he's a man. He's a person, like a human. Yes. Yeah. Is They're he made of humans? They're he, just yellow. He might be a, like a Lego uh, <laughs> in terms of skin color, he might be cheese. You've not made an argument. You are not helping your case. I'm asking broad, sweeping questions. <laughs> He's an alcoholic and a father. He's an alcoholic? Well, I mean, he drinks beer constantly. Really? Dang. I, I thought he did. Have you seen yeah. The Simpsons? I've seen a couple of episodes. Interesting. Yeah, I know he eats donuts all the time. That's true. And he says, oh! Or, oh! Don't! It's with a D. Don't! Okay. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You gotta try to play to the fact that there's three of them. I know. Well, don't tell me what I need to do. This is okay. my round. Well, you haven't made anything. <laughs> this isn't good content. You're just talking. You're just. Hey, Ugh. don't bash our content. Yeah. We make great content. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Homer Simpson, he's lazy. He's yellow. He can. Um, there's three. And. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, let's just assume that he has at least one donut on his person at all times. <laughs> Um, it's a broad assumption, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> he runs up to you. There's three of them. So we kind of like three, three on one. You guys are flying in the air. Three on one? Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're going to take you each down one by one. 
So we, we stay together in pairs, and what we do is we take a donut, chuck it at your face while you're flying, and inevitably, you fall and crash. <laughs> and so now, you have three Homer Simpsons all around you, kicking you. <laughs> yelling, go, 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 go! No, he says that when he does something stupid. Oh, when he does something stupid? Or, or I think so. Okay. I don't know. I've only seen the show like twice. Yes. And then we will berate you with our sarcastic humor and our absenteeism that is so common in America that you will break down and cry. And after that, we'll kill you. Okay. How are you, how are you going? You're just Mary, dead? Mary, it's still TJ's talk. We'll I'm kill just, you. I'm just so, so TJ, what, do you, is there anything you want to say to try to defeat Mary's argument she made instead of making your own? Like, do you have a rebuttal to her, what she said? I feel like you already did. Um, yes. While I am very strong, I, I think <laughs> that there are, each of us have their weak spots. So, I feel like if I'm Homer Simpson, I'm also, like, still TJ. I'm still, like... No. Uh, no? That's not how it works. Oh, well. It's not I am Homer Simpson. It's Homer Simpson. Oh, against... in a fight, what would happen? Um, well, I think that... You can't... You Can you control what Homer's doing? I mean... I don't think so. I think it's can't, who would win. You can't, like, change his personality. You can't just be like, okay, so if he's, I was Homer Simpson... He's, like, he's smart now. It's, it's, it's not Homer Simpson with, like, it's, me controlling him. Yeah, it's Homer Simpson... Well, three Homer Simpsons against us that can fly. That's okay. the way the game works. I feel like this is... <laughs> okay. Well, I, 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 I would just say that Homer Simpson has a lot going for him. But, um, <laughs> I would say the ambiguity of his, like, um, no, nobody really knows if, like, he's immortal. For all intents and purposes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that out loud. For all intents and purposes. Uh... <laughs> how is a cartoon character, like, how, how, he, he is more immortal than anything. TJ, because his thing is that there's three of him, not that he's immortal. <laughs> well, what is that? You three of you, us. <laughs> you I can see. <laughs> okay, Mary, you you want to make a rebuttal to TJ's argument, or are you? So I don't think that your argument that you're gonna throw a donut at us and then one we're gonna <laughs> just fall. <laughs> I'm banking on First it. First of all, it's a donut. We could probably like catch it in our mouth if we see it coming. Oh. And if one of us falls, the others are just gonna, like, come help us. They're not just gonna watch. I don't know. You think that all three of them are gonna gang up on them, and then the other two are gonna watch. That's not what's gonna happen. It's gonna be three on three. And also, (laughs) I don't think you that you can just hope that he's immortal. (laughs) I don't know know why he said that. And... (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, do you have anything else you want to say? Um, also, you just said we're, we're going to kill him afterwards. You didn't say how. kick him to death. <laughs> go kick him and go, go, and then they die. Okay. Um, I think this one's pretty easy. I gotta have no, to... do, I, do I get to... No, no you, you, you already, already got to rebuttal. You heard her argument. And oh, then, I I, that's why I gave you a chance to rebuttal. So, I think this decision's fairly easy. I'm going to have to go with Mary, but I mean, she was just dealt the easier hand. I mean... First of all, there's three of us. We're all vastly different people, and we are a lot smarter than Homer Simpson is. 
Also, Homer Simpson's pretty fat. He's not like he's not like obese, but he's not in good shape at all. And it is a fight to the death. But we are mortal. Your argument there is so bad. <laughs> also, Mary's right. I could probably catch a donut in my mouth if it was thrown <laughs> in my head. Or even even if not happened, I would probably stop flying and go after the donut. Or try to catch it. Also, we're flying. So the chances of them throwing a donut in the air and <laughs> hitting us in the face are very slim. Alright. This is like It's also Homer Simpson, so how is... good can he throw? I would like to hear how somebody would spin this. You basically told me Here's a character you know nothing about. I would say, <laughs> since it's Homer this, Simpson, he has his entire Simpson family with him because he's the dad. And if like, there's three of that's them... That's not a part of the... Argument. Why not? Homer Simpson has a family. Yeah, but it's... You gotta true. use it. It's not that's Homer like Simpson's saying, family. That's like saying if I got, like, a superhero... I don't like, agree four, with that. I don't like, agree Okay, with Mary, that listen to me. Listen like, to me. We have a family. Yeah, well, well yeah, but it, yeah. you don't get... You got everyone at the table. What I'm saying is... If like you got but we Thor, have a family. if you got Thor, are you gonna say Thor or are you gonna say Thor and his hammer? You know what I mean? Well, his family his are essential to the show, and so does his family. You never see Homer without his family. Okay, yeah, but his family isn't. Gonna... I think it's. A I've decent... seen Homer without his family. Listen, and TJ, I've watched it hey, once. Hey, TJ asked me how I'd spin this. I'm telling you how I'd spin this. We're not gonna have a separate argument where I try All to I'm pick up is, TJ's hand. I don't hand. think that that should be a thing. We're moving on. I think the equivalent of this question is like if you had us versus three of Dad. Like, dad has a family, then we would be against each other. No, I'm saying you could assume that dad has maybe his laptop or he could use his car. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. I think TJ okay, yeah, should be but... the judge this time because Mary won, so let's keep her in. Uh, Man. Mary, you're going to still be numbered. You're going to be number two this time, okay? Okay. Okay, so my person is. Da, 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 da. Let me get a second. I have a matador. Ooh. Ooh. And so Mary. Like a matador. You have a monk. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, and my attribute is. <laughs> okay, here, Mary, your attribute is that there's a hundred of them. Yes! There's a hundred <laughs> monks. BS. Yeah, I know, right? A hundred <laughs> monks versus a matador that is made of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll go first. I think I'm a decent <laughs> argument. Okay. I think, first of all, what are matadors known for? Bullfighting. 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 Red so I think blankets. that's assuming I, thought they were like I can control flags. bulls, right? <laughs> to an extent. No, no, you put yourself in very stupid okay, situations. I can kind of ride a bull for like 10 seconds. And you can also whip around little red things. Yes. That's what matadors are known for. However, you are made of guacamole. Now. How stiff is the guacamole? What are, now. What are monks made of? Like, what are they known for? <laughs> are Guacamole! <laughs> They're known for praying. Silence. They're really good at being quiet. Uh, yeah. Gardening. Now, do any of those Physical things have labor. anything to do with fighting? Physical labor. I, what I bet you, you said. I bet you, you the hey, average hey, monk listen, knows how to use this a is his, this is Yeah, his let, me, let me make my argument before <laughs> you give your opinion, okay? I said, what are bullfighters, or matadors known for? You said bullfighting. Ooh. When you said what monks are for, you said silence, <laughs> praying, gardening. 
Those are all terrible situ- things in this situation. It doesn't matter how many of them or what they're made of. I think a matador would win, even if he's made out of guacamole. Also, I could clog your arteries. All right. <laughs> okay. So, yes, matadors are bullfighters. But when you fight a person, you don't wave a flag at them and hope they run at you. That's not how you fight. Second of all, this is a war with a hundred people. <laughs> this is a battle, not a fight. And monks, they have to, they, most of the time, they, like, self-sustain with, like, their gardens. They have garden tools. What are those things called? Um, Hoes. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Stab you with a hoe. But, <laughs> first of all, we don't even need our tools. We can just eat you. You're made out of guacamole. There's a hundred of us. It, it would take us, like, I don't know, under a minute to eat you, if there's a hundred of us. An entire person made of guacamole. Okay, maybe five minutes. It's a lot of guacamole, dude. How does the guacamole work? Are you just a pile of guacamole? I'm still a human being. I'm still a matador. I didn't change into a pile of guacamole. It didn't change my character. How does the guacamole stand, though? (laughs) That's not part of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um... There's a hundred of us, so we, like, you can't run away. We're gonna overthrow you. But you're monks. How many, like, like, in really good shape monks do you know? Okay, yeah, they're not, like, in shape, but, like, that doesn't really matter. What kind of monk are One, one in shape person isn't gonna overthrow a hundred okay person, okay people. When I think of monks, I think of the monk from Robin Hood. Oh, so like a Franciscan friar. That's what I think of, at least. But I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be that. I, um, there was a group of monks one time at like a Totus Tuus, and they were all really in shape. They were like TJ's age, and they were monks, and they were all really in shape, and they were like Mm -hmm. playing soccer. So I don't don't think you can assume that they're all out of shape. Okay, do you have any last thoughts you want to say? Um. Any rebuttals to my specific argument? What was your argument? That you're good at fighting? That... Matadors are known for bullfighting, and monks are known for doing nothing and being quiet. I think there's something. I also think one thing, one thing. We have the power of God on our side. Yeah. And you can't beat that. Just because you're you were uh, trained to fight doesn't mean you can overpower God's will for us to win. And God can move mountains. We're not bulls. We're not just gonna run at you and try and eat your flag. Okay. We're going to eat you, not the flag. That's the power of God, and he on our side. Here's here's my rebuttal. But I I have a comment here that I think, yes, God is on our side. Um, On this side, I should should say. I'm an unbiased third party. I think, John Paul, what you... We have God on our side. One thing that you have really going for you... Why are you saying this before I'm even done arguing? Yeah, you can't give him, like... He's not done. You should just let me finish my argument, and then you should just say everything that you're thinking, okay? Sure. Okay. I think, here's the thing. When you eat something, it doesn't just disappear. It doesn't get killed if you pick me up. (laughs) It gets transformed in, broken down into either energy or to waste, which means... We become glucose, which becomes ATP, which powers the monks. So, if you eat us <laughs> in a way 
we become the monks because we become yourselves because <laughs> we give you protein how does to that make, make you win cells because you can't kill us it's a fight to the death and eventually okay, but, the okay, monks will die like that, okay but with that logic then like the monks are still alive you're gonna die when we eat you no i just said we don't die you get transformed into something else no you die and then your cells get transformed into Oh, Mat- so you're saying when the monks die, I the matador die. has been lost. No, you've already died. Okay, well then, what part is the matador still there? What, when does guacamole not become guacamole? Okay, the way I'm seeing it is, it just looks like a normal person, but they're just like green and they're made out of guacamole. And they taste like guacamole. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying is, first of all, monks also like I'm pretty sure majority. If you asked a monk if they're a pacifist, they'd say yes. So I don't think... But in a life or death hey, situation. Hey, hey, let me talk. Let me talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a hundred of them. What do you think the odds are that all hundred of them are willing to fight me to the death? It's not all hundred of them for sure, okay? It's maybe like 15. That's a... No. That's a very... It's a fight... Very far stretch you're Mary, going you're on. you're not letting me make my argument. Please let me make my argument, okay? I let you talk for like three minutes. Thank you. Now, what I'm saying is they're not all going to fight me. So assuming that all 100 are going to come at me fighting is ridiculous. Second of all, matadors have to be able to, like, somewhat keep up with the bull. So I'm going to be pretty fast. I keep saying I. I'm not the matador. But the matador is going to be pretty fast. And I think he'll definitely be able to outrun them. And then he'll make them tired because they'll run after him. And then that's when he comes in and starts punching if them. If there's 100 of us, you have no. There's not 100 because you're not all going to fight. You, that's a, No. You can't make that kind of assumption. You can't make the assumption that they're all going to fight. Okay, yeah, but if it's a fight to the death, you can't say, well, they're just not going to fight. Because it's a fight to the death. You are making a stupid argument. Okay. TJ, tell us what you think. You both make strong cases. (laughs) I think, John Paul, if you just poisoned the guacamole, it'd be easy. Be poisoning myself. No, you don't have... Your guacamole... You don't, you don't digest anything. You are pure, mushed-up avocado. So if you just poison yourself, the monks will kill themselves. And they won't even know. They will think that they won. But then they will die. And all you have to do, following your ATP argument, is you're still alive in all of the monks' stomachs. And if not, okay, you're, when... you're being transformed into ATP and maybe still alive in some sense. That's a fair are you, but With that. that logic, are you saying that when you eat guacamole, like, and it's just on a table... After you eat it, you're like, man, there's some live guacamole inside of me. Yeah, no. right. So it doesn't just disappear. How do you kill an inanimate object? You can't. It's already dead. Arguably, the guacamole so died. So that begs the question of, once the matador is disassembled, has he died? Mm. How, what level of disassembly does that require? You know? Does it have a soul? Does it have a soul? <laughs> I thought plants... If it has a soul, souls. the monks will save it. Or you... You could do the you could do the thing where you're like, ah, you guys win. I'm obviously gonna lose. Don't kill me. You guys are pacifists. Like this is the right thing to do. And then they're like, you know what? You're right. And I then convert to Christianity. As you become master. one of the monks. And, and then you show up at their monastery with a giant delivery of guacamole that's poisoned. Mm. And everybody in the Wait, house. Wait, what if the guacamole delivery is your poop? No. Do you poop guacamole? <laughs> no. Mary, do no. you poop? human cells or skin and, like that's not how it works and right we when, also talked about they don't and right when they're having their monk party with everybody all hands on deck 
and everybody gets a bite of it, everybody dies in their sleep. You had a much better argument than I did. That's still not the argument I made. Yeah, so that's not the argument you made, so you can't use that for your decision. That's what I would do if I were in your position. So does that mean you're getting I married? feel like I deserve a chance to argue for you because you're gonna get I got Homer Simpson. <laughs> you're going to get another chance. <laughs> so are you giving it to Mary then? Um... <laughs> I think the, the quality of the argument was there for you, but I just don't see him out of dorm- out of guacamole winning. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Also, I was I was um, wanting to see more Bull involved. I tried, but then Mary... Because like, the thing is, when because I Because you made the argument hey, that Homer would have his family. Exactly. That's but why then I didn't you didn't bring even bring the Bull. I knew you would just yell at me. <laughs> that's what I was going to do, but I knew you'd just be like, that's not part of the argument. I think, yeah. This, this is not a matador and this, a Bull. This game is all about the surrounding context of the character it, that's yeah right like when you if I, if I got Iron Man you're not gonna think of Tony Stark chilling that's different in his though suit. Iron Man has the suit no he doesn't not all the time the Matador's almost always with a bull that's true <laughs> how quickly do you think of Marge Simpson after you hear Homer Simpson I, I, I hear the first thing I think of is donuts well, me too <laughs> <laughs> alright let's move on TJ do you wanna be number one or two one Okay, your person is 194, which is... Oh, wait, those are attributes. Time out, give me a second. We're doing this live, improv. These really good arguments are not TJ. selected. Pre- yeah, Mary TJ. TJ, your character is the boogeyman. Like okay. the one from... No, I'm not gonna. My character is a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> you were number one, right? Yeah, he was. Which is you're agoraphobic. Do you know what that means? You're afraid of cities, open spaces, open spaces. So like anywhere outdoors, basically. Who are you again? You're a boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be easy for you then. My thing is, I can control plants. You're a giraffe that can control plants. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's a giraffe that can control plants versus a boogeyman who is agoraphobic. Mm. This, is, this might actually be a good argument. This might be better than I thought. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to lose for sure. I think I might have a chance. Okay. What's okay. your argument, TJ? The boogeyman. He can appear in your room and at night when you're having a nightmare. He can. He's very spooky looking. He has holes in his skin. His breath smells. He has a lot going for him. I also imagine he's a pretty good dancer. Because (laughs) how else does somebody get that name? At least like maybe in like the school of monsters where they like go home when they're done spooking people. Like he's probably tearing it up on the dance floor. He's a popular guy. Everybody loves him. He's not the funniest guy out there, but... Man, can he cut a rug. So, he... First of all, I, does he have, like, claws? I'm pretty sure okay, he has claws. Can I ask no, a question? No one's seen him. Yeah, no, the boogeyman's like a character. No, TJ, what... There's a lot of different boogeymen. That's true. Which one are you referring to? I know there's a movie of the boogeyman somewhere, but the one I'm thinking of is a cover of the movie, and it's his face, and he's got holes in his face, and he's, like, wearing a fedora. 
That's uh, Freddy Krueger. Am I just thinking of Freddy Krueger? Yes. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is the guy that comes in. He can only hurt you in your dreams oh. when you're sleeping. He yeah. has, like, knives Let's on his see hands. A picture. Oh, so he has... a picture of the boogeyman from the movie Boogeyman. Okay, so he's basically like... Look up a picture of Freddy Krueger. He has claws. He He shows up in your closet, and he looks like a skeleton. That's kind of what we're going for. Oh, sure. Okay, well... This is what Freddy Krueger looks like. Oh, that's definitely... (laughs) (laughs) I was making an argument for Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger is probably just an adaption of the boogeyman. Oh, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry. Yeah. That's not real. So the boogeyman is closer to the Babadook than he is to Freddy Krueger. That's what we've decided. Yes. Okay. The Babadook is also called the boogeyman occasionally. Really? I've heard it like once. The Babaman? <laughs> the Babadook? <laughs> the Babadook? The, the Babadook? The, the, boogie, the, boogie the, ba- the Babadook? The Uh Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the boogeyman's specialty is in fear. Giraffes are not very fearless creatures uh they are prey they have for thousands of millions of years however long giraffes have been around in the food chain <laughs> been hunted thousands of years giraffe shows up tries to kill me puts some like plants in my legs or something and i do like <laughs> <laughs> and the giraffe like is like because i can't make noise and they run away and they like start doing their neck thing and like sprout up a tree in my butt and I'm like no and I crawl up the giraffe hug its neck get it in an arm lock or a headlock stick my gross fingers in there and I take out his Adam's apple and that's the end of it do giraffes have Adam's apples? whatever neck muscles they have they will be cut with my gross fingernails are you done? Are you done? The end. Okay. <laughs> let me guys, let me ask you guys a question. How tall do you think a giraffe is? Thirteen feet. Fifteen. Ten. Google says the average giraffe is fifteen to twenty feet. The one thing you never mentioned was the fact that he's agoraphobic. Which means he he's not afraid of open spaces. He's agoraphobic, which means he has an irrational fear. Of open spaces, meaning that he can't live his life properly because of his fear of open spaces. Right. Which means, for you to even touch a giraffe, the ceiling has to be at least 25 feet tall. And it has to be a pretty big room. So first of all, anywhere you are, you're going to be in a decently open space. And I'm assuming this giraffe isn't like in an enclosed space. I'm assuming this giraffe has to be in its natural habitat. It's not going to be like, you're saying the boogeyman could come in your closet... Your giraffe's not going to be in a bedroom, okay? <laughs> Boogeyman can't come out of the closet of a giraffe's bedroom. You're going to be in the middle of, like, the wilderness, and that's going to scare you. Also, I can control plants. So even if you can't figure out a way to come at me, I can just, like, make a poisonous plant. Or I can make a, like, I can, like, move the trees, and I can move the grass, and I can trap you or something you're not going to be able to touch me the only thing you could maybe do is scare me but still you would have to be in open space which agoraphobic wouldn't be able to do okay mr know-it-all where is this battle taking place well it has to be in a spot that's a, a name place. is place how about here how Africa. about right how about right a here giraffe can't no. fit in here no 
How about right here? The closest giraffe to us right now is in the Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo. Outside. No. No, they have, they an, have indoor an indoor facility. Okay. So, yeah, but... now I'm in the indoors. And I appear in the closet of the bedroom. It's <laughs> not a closet. <laughs> I, I appear in the janitorial closet of the <laughs> giraffe's bedroom. It's habitat. With, you know, with the giant fans and, like, this, the fence and stuff. It looks like Zoo Tycoon. And I get in there and you try to spawn some plants. There's no plants around. You're in a giant concrete hay. room. <laughs> the hay is dead. You may be able to control the hay. But it's not going to spawn any new hay. Listen, if I can... and so okay, go ahead. How high is a giraffe? Fifteen to twenty feet. How long are my nails? Super freaking long. And so, <laughs> can I latch onto the neck of the giraffe and climb it? Probably. And so I'm climbing up the neck, and then I get to the Adam's apple just like I planned, and I take it out, and I take okay a picture and put it on my story. I. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me say one more thing. That was your rebuttal. Okay, never mind. Let me let me say no. one thing. <laughs> okay, okay. The real question is You're assuming that the average giraffe is the one that's closest to us, first of all. And second of all, you're also assuming that if a giraffe could control plants, that he wouldn't have any around him. You're tr- like the way you're assuming this fight is the only way that you could win. And, that's, and even if I was a giraffe... Okay, I'm not saying I'm a giraffe because that's not... We established earlier that's not what it is. But a giraffe can control plants. I'm assuming that he would have some plants around him even if he was indoors. Like, I'm assuming he would, like, grow them or something. He'd figure it out. Because I have complete control over plants. But, okay. You Your argument was that the boogeyman is incompatible with a giraffe's habitat. But a giraffe is also incompatible with the boogeyman's habitat. So I gave you a place where we could both fight, where it's kind of a like blend of outdoor-indoor facility. And you're going to tell me that the only place that my argument works is in the zoo, and that's a weakness of my argument? The difference is the boogeyman's a normal-sized person, and a giraffe is 20 feet tall. <laughs> they can't fit in a house. It's different. How many times have you seen a giraffe eat a lion? Zero. That's not what I never said. Yes, <laughs> you said even... that they said that the okay. point they're twenty feet tall. I would tall. like to elaborate. <laughs> it does not make them scary. One thing... does not make them big and okay. strong. <laughs> I think that TJ is at a disadvantage because John Paul did not know the height of a giraffe, and he has a computer in front of him to look up facts. But I showed him what the boogeyman looks like. I didn't have to. You do You didn't that. have to do that. Nobody he was asked you to describe Jason, a normal person <laughs> with claws. It's not that different. <laughs> the boogeyman has way what more advantages than Jason. Wait, no, not Jason. What's the guy's name? Freddy, Freddy Krueger. I got him mixed up. Sorry about that. No, Jason Freddy Krueger is definitely more powerful than Jason. Yeah, not than the boogeyman. Jason's just a normal. You agree guy. that the boogeyman can appear in people's closets? I mean, the main attribute of the boogeyman is that he's spooky. I'd like to say. <laughs> I'd like to say. Um, TJ, you could have gone so many places with the boogeyman, but you just said, it's got these gross fingernails. <laughs> like, there's so many different movies where, like, the bad guy is just called the boogeyman, because there's not really a label on the boogeyman. He's kind of so an you idea. Could've, you could have, like, used Michael Myers from the Halloween movies. He's also called the boogeyman. Mm. Or, Dang it. Oogie Boogie. Yeah, Oogie, Oogie Boogie. Boogie. Oogie Boogie. <laughs> I was going to say that. Bugs, Dang it. So you technically could, like, never kill him. Frick. <laughs> I'm just 
I feel like... You're right. <laughs> I mean, well, the way I would have gone with it is a giraffe, if they fall hey. on their side, they will die. This so isn't your argument. Make them fall over. This isn't your argument, okay? I just wanted to say that before you okay. close the ranks. I think... I don't know. John Paul, you did pretty well with what you were given. I, I feel like, TJ, you could have just gone so many more places, and you just didn't. But also, John Paul, you can't... I feel like I'm watching an episode of Project Runway, and you're like, I was excited for your concept, but, but then you, you just went execute. a different place. Your looks were not cohesive. You did not cohere. And it just cohere. didn't turn out. <sighs> and your accessories, I don't know what you were thinking. Well, I just stayed true to myself, and I know that I gave it my all, so... <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't impress you, guy from Queer Eye, but... Tan France. I'm, Tom. I, I gave it everything. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just... Also, John Paul, your argument that giraffes can't fit inside, like... You, like, labeled your agoraphobic. own... agoraphobic. You labeled your own weakness. He's agoraphobic. That's what I was trying to talk about. And then TJ gave a good fighting arena and you were like no (laughs) (laughs) like two giraffes out of all the giraffes that exist in the world okay but the question is why does what giraffe what giraffe it is matters it's a giraffe giraffe is in a different completely different place that place is in the middle of a city in a closed closet i think where agoraphobic can exist and be fine but even even in my fighting arena the question is not Okay, you've put me in a place. You actually have a lot going for you. It's how fast can the boogeyman get into the closed space versus how how fast do your plants go when you're controlling them? Yeah. How how what it, what is that threshold of <laughs> the, the giraffe winning? You just knocked over our recording device. So. I was getting into it in my hands. The giraffe winning how fast do your plants go versus how fast do my legs go into the the pavilion. Also, um, okay. I think another th- what John Paul could have said was there's definitely trees surrounding that facility in the zoo, so you didn't even need to argue with that. And you could have, like, instead of just saying, like, I can move the grass and, like, trap you, just be like, I can use uh, the Whomping Willow from Harry Potter. Which, like, they almost died in. Mm. And they could just, like... <sighs> and, like, I'm assuming if you can control plants, you can grow them. Mm-hmm. So, That's like, what I was saying. I said so, like, like grow plants the tree the... branches would just come through the windows. There's obviously windows. Yeah. That's and... what I was saying. That's why I was like, I'm, you're saying there's no plants in there. I'm assuming that I would be able to either make a plant or I would already have one in there. That and I also, um, Michael Myers is immortal. <laughs> Neither of you said how you were, like, gonna kill them. Well, okay, TJ did. I made a very strong case for my method and I honestly, weapon. I am disappointed in both of your, like, missed opportunities, but I think I have to go with TJ. What? Because he told me how you were going to kill him. You were like, you didn't really elaborate on, like, the plants. He would have to get in an open space to kill me, is my point. He didn't, he wouldn't have an opportunity. Mm. He gave you a good fighting arena. That's still 20, at least 25 feet tall. There's plenty of plants in the zoo. Uh, I should not have lost this. <laughs> this is so stupid, but it's fine. So you're agoraphobic. You would also, if you're, have to if you're talking about spread. plants in our arena of choice, you have grass. It's the Sahara. That's what I said. I said I would trap you in the grass. I would make the grass really, really tall. 
So then I can't that's see. All, that's another horror movie. Oh, I can make the grass place. as tall as me. True. And I could hide. I'm so dumb. If you wanted to go the logical route, you don't have to defeat the boogeyman. You just have to make the boogeyman not the boogeyman. So if you create a community yes, garden. that is the logical route. <laughs> if you create a garden that's so good, it'll naturally be the garden that he goes to when he gets sentenced to community service after being arrested by the police. And then... What? <laughs> yes, this is the logical <laughs> route. And then the boogeyman will work through his past and forgive all those who harmed him. And he'll it's become Matt. It's still a Matt. fight to the death. He'll become Matt, the regular man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're saying... Let me get this straight. You're saying that I was jumping to conclusions <laughs> by assuming that the giraffe wasn't in a zoo. But I wouldn't be jumping to conclusions by changing the entire character of the boogeyman by a, making a garden. If the boogeyman was at the zoo, he'd be arrested. They would be. Makes <laughs> <laughs> no sense. The, the giraffe has already been arrested. Dude, you guys both had a lot of <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't pick a winner. No, I feel like I should win. Because <laughs> he's agoraphobic. Well, How is he gonna I'm pick? just gonna pretend that I. Because you just kept saying he's agoraphobic, he can't win. You didn't, like, give Which reasons. means he can't get into a space that I could fit in. What if he overcame his fear? That's not a part of it. He, You can't say... Which inevitably, during the 12-step like program, saying, I will. He became not guacamole. Like, I can't, <laughs> you can't just change the attribute. That's not true. Yes, it is! We're changing... You need to find your chill, dude. We are sa- <laughs> you're, I'm saying that the subject of this fight is capable of change. Guacamole is not capable of change. But the whole point is, you were given the boogeyman who is agoraphobic. You can't just I say, also, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm not agoraphobic. That's not how the game works. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. I, I, That's what Mary said. I'm it's not possible. the one arguing. Okay? It's possible, but you have to use the, the bridge, oh, the story. TJ gave me, okay, my reasoning is TJ gave me an exact way he would kill you. He's going to climb your neck and then take your Adam's apple or something in your or neck. Or whatever giraffes have but in that he would ha- But that would assume that I'm a giraffe in a small enough space that agoraphobic wouldn't freak out hmm. and run away. Okay, yeah, but when people get scared, there's adrenaline. Maybe he gets fueled by the adrenaline. And just overcomes his fears. He's the boogeyman. He can still he's be scared. He can still be scared and do stuff. Yeah. No, no, because he's a go- he's a f- he has a phobia of which means that he can't function. TJ's the winner. Um, I think we're done with this. Game. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. I'm you guys make me so the mad. boogeyman with crippling insecurity about open spaces. The boogeyman, but he has crippling depression and can't go outside. That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny that the one character that people are supposed to be afraid of. As, like, was given a greatest fear. You know what I mean? It's worth exploring. I mean, that's as... probably, like, a lot of concepts. That's probably, like, the worst pairing he could have had. Except yeah. for him being, like, made guacamole. guacamole. <laughs> we didn't get, like, See, any good the... attributes this whole game. I did. I got a hundred of me. That's the, true. The boogeyman's not scary. He's just misunderstood. Like the Babadook. He's misunderstood. He just wants to eat bugs in a basement. Yeah. And be put into the LGBTQ plus section in Netflix on accident. Honestly, Duke is a gay icon. <laughs> <laughs> just like to cancel. He just wants to be known. Okay, wait. I have one more topic of discussion. <laughs> wait. Oh, f- I can't remember what I was gonna say. Hey, so, no oh. cursing. Yeah, this is not explicit content. I'm so sorry. Now we have to bleep it out. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. Mary, who is it that I asked today? 
Give me more context. Never. I said, I asked Mary if someone was a gay icon, and I can't remember who it was now. There's someone that was obviously not a gay icon. Okay, well, for example, let's just say you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything else. <laughs> well, this has been Quarrel, <laughs> episode four. I don't know if we'll do this again, because <laughs> I'm pretty mad, but we'll see what happens. Do you have do you guys have anything else you want to say? Closing comments. Um, do we want to do a wrap real quick? Okay, yeah. To close it off. Playing Superfly, I think it turned out all right. Uh, Matador made out of guacamole. Um, TJ thinks that the boogeyman's face is holy. <laughs> oh. All right, one more, one more. No, no, keep going. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Wait, I got one real quick. The boogeyman is scared of open spaces. Jumbo can't decide. What kind of places are? <laughs> <laughs> Dry places with places. No, she said faces. I said spa- spaces. With faces. Boom! Boom! I'm a Got the beatbox. Boom! It's COVID-19, we film in our quorum. Open question, super fight forum. Uh, what do you think it's for? I think it's time to close. Wow. <laughs>